This is The Dish, the official podcast of the National Reconnaissance Office, brought to you by the NRO's Office of Public Affairs. Hello, and welcome to the National Reconnaissance Office podcast, The Dish. I'm Victoria Stonecipher, representing NRO's Office of Public Affairs. Today, I'm joined by three members of the NRO workforce, Communications System Directorate Chief of Staff, Jacinia Merced-Gonzalez, Communications System Directorate Principal Deputy Director, Lydia Rivera, and from the Business Plans and Operations Directorate, Budget Analyst, Roberto Mendives. Thank you all so much for being here. I'd like to start by informing our listeners what the Communications System Directorate, or as we call it here, COM, does, and what each of your roles are. Lydia, I'd like to start with you. Well, thank you. The NRO relies on the Communications Systems Directorate, what we call here COM, for information technology and space transportation products and services, and capabilities to accomplish our missions to deliver innovative overhead intelligence systems to meet the national security challenges. COM's products, services, and capability are essential to everyday NRO mission, business, and enterprise function. My role in COM is a dual-hatted as the Principal Deputy Director of COM and Deputy CIO for the NRO. In partnership with the Director of COM and the CIO, we oversee the delivery of all these services to the NRO enterprise. Great. And Jacenia? Well, Victoria, first, thank you for inviting us to the podcast. Um, I am Jacenia Merced-Gonzalez, like you mentioned. I am the Chief of Staff. Uh, directly supporting the COM director and principal deputy director. Um, and I ensure that we here in COM follow all NRO and COM policies. Uh, I provide technical and administrative advice to the directors. And as well, I make sure that the top four, because COM has four uh, top, top the director, principal deputy, and two deputy directors, I ensure that they have anything they need uh, to support meetings across the NRO and outside NRO. Thank you both for that. I also want to give our listeners an idea about what our Business Plans and Operations Directorate, also known as BPO, does. Roberto, can you speak about your role in your office? Excellent. Thank you. And again, thank you for inviting me here again. Uh, so I do support the budgetary functions of 14 offices. Uh, so I work closely with um, budget directors and program managers on all financial aspects of the programs and different countries that we have here at the NRO. Great, thank you, Roberto. Now, today is the start of Hispanic Heritage Month. It spans from September 15th to October 15th and is a month of celebration of Hispanic and Latin American culture. Can you each tell us about your experience, whether in your personal life growing up, your early career, or currently as a leader representing Hispanics in Latin America? Oh, I'll go ahead and start. Um, I was born in Puerto Rico, moved to New York at the age of five, Growing up in New York, I got to experience both the Puerto Rican culture and the American culture, which was was a fantastic opportunity. I also have benefit from growing up with a very close-knitted extended family. Um, We often heard about our family's histories and stories, some of the challenges growing up as for my grandparents and uncles and aunts. And they really had high expectations for the children that were coming behind them. They always encouraged us to have a better life. And it was instilled early in my childhood to work hard, take responsibility, and have hope for the future that we can do whatever we believe we can do. I remember family members explaining about dealing with some difficult challenges, 
And my grandmother would say, you have to get over it. If you think that you're having a difficult time, look behind you. There's somebody who has it worth off. You should be blessed by the things that you have and not be discouraged by those um, challenges. And I approach my career here at the NRO the same way. I focus on what is going on and what other, how we overcome those challenges. I really like those words. Those are words to live by. Mm -hmm. Jacinia, what about you? Um, well, I am also from Puerto Rico. I was born and raised over there until I graduated uh, from electrical engineering and came over here to the States. Regarding your question, I do want to focus my experience as a leader now. Now I feel that I have additional visibility to encourage and mentor junior officers to become leaders in the future. Uh, people tend to relate to what they're familiar with, and I'm hoping that uh, I can encourage those junior officers with Hispanic backgrounds or females, or I will mentor and guide anyone, but I'm hoping with this leadership position, I'm able to help more our uh, NRO officers to grow within their careers. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Roberto? Uh, born and raised in a city in Panama called Colon. Um, so humble beginnings, uh, as you know, Miss uh, Lisa Dreda mentioned. Uh, I mean, I grew up with the culture. It's, I mean, listening to the salsa, music, the food, all the stuff that we like as Hispanic, you know, Latinos here in, in Latin America. So, so happy to be here. Wonderful. The NRO has seven employee resource groups to include the NRO Hispanic Advisory Network, of which you, Lydia, are the senior champion for, and Roberto, you are a member of. The NRO Hispanic Advisory Network won a team award for the 2020 Intelligence Community Equal Employment Opportunity and Diversity Professional Awards this past February. Despite delays caused by the pandemic, the NRO Hispanic Advisory Network grew their membership significantly, worked with the Office of Equality and Inclusion to design their website to help educate the workforce on Hispanic and Latin American culture, worked with the cafeteria to prepare foods from different Hispanic and Latino countries every week, and played Hispanic music during lunchtime during last year's Hispanic Heritage Month. This year, they're planning a speaking engagement. I mean, how proud of this ERG are both of you? So I'll go ahead and start. I mean, as a senior champion, I've been doing that since 2015, and I could not be more proud of the Hispanic Advisory Network here at the NRO. This is really the second time that they, all the hard work has paid to them winning this prestigious award. They won the first one in 2016 and now in 2020, and we're gonna keep doing it so that we can show the hard work that our folks do. Um, we're meeting the challenges of the NRO has, but we're also creating a very inclusive environment and we want to make sure that anyone that comes to join the NRO family feel like they can be who they wanna be. Um, this is an opportunity during this month to educate and, and showcase the, our culture and, that we're all very proud of. And this is also reminds us that it took a long time for Hispanic contributions in the American uh, history and it's a way for us to get to know about that history. And so we take about that and this year's theme is Esperanza, which is, means hope. And that's really what our Hispanic culture is about, driving that hope. I remember often my grandmother saying, la esperanza es lo último que se pierde, which means hope is the last thing you lose. So as long as you have it, anything is possible. Wow, your mother's inspiring, <laughs> just saying. Roberto? Yeah, speaking of hope, I think it's amazing uh, 
what you can you know actually hope for right i grew up in panama under you know noriega's i mean regime where you you can be outside the house at 6 p.m you know got curfew so um that was one of the things that inspired me to you know come to the united states and i'm like i need to be with the good people with the you know work with one of those agencies that actually help other countries to you know free themselves so the importance of me being part of the the I mean, the, the Hispanic Advisory Network is to let people know also that we have a story to share. We have a story to share that we can actually say, look, this is where we came from and so on. So um, living under that dictatorship, I took it upon basketball to help me out to get out of the country. And um, interesting enough, I was not part of the Panamanian team. Um, one night they called me in and said, can you play? Uh, because we want you to play with us and so on. So I was told to come and show up and see what happens. So I was kind of like the third player on the point guard team. And, and they said, you know what? We want you to play and see what happened or just be there, just be there. And it so happened that um, the other point guard that was there uh, got hurt and there was my chance. And you know, before that, the story is that I was at home you know, it was curfew, I was a minor, it was curfew, I couldn't get out of the house, so I kind of like jumped out of the window to go to the game. <laughs> I ran about five blocks to go to the gym, to the stadium, so no way I can play. And uh, as soon as I show up at the, at the stadium, they didn't believe that I was part of the team because basically they just put me on that team like that same day. So, you know, when I was at home thinking like, I, I wanna go play, I wanna go play, because hopefully I get an American coach to see me playing and see what happened, and uh, I had to make it to the gym. So I, I jumped out a window, went to the gym, and the point guard that was you know ahead of me, he got hurt. So they say, here's my opportunity. Here's my opportunity to, to come to the United States, you know, play basketball. Hopefully, a coach can see me, and then that night when I had a scholarship to come play basketball here. So and it all comes with you know living under that dictatorship where I remember you know times that I didn't have, you know, sh food or you know, shoes to play, but I stuck with them. I said, I gotta make it there. And my dream, believe it or not, back then was to work for an agency that is part of the United States that defend the country, that defend the freedoms and liberty of people here in the U.S. So I say, I gotta do it. So that initiated my path to what I say, come to work here at the NRO. So I think that those are stories that we wanna share and that's exactly why I'm part of the, the Hispanic Advisory Network. And it's very important that those are shared. Um, thank you for sharing that here. Thank you. Now, I'm going to divert slightly here and ask you, Jesenia, mm -hmm. what is your favorite memory growing up, and how did that shape you to who you are today? Um, so it might not be my favorite memory, but it's a memory that uh, shaped me to where I am. So back in 1989, Puerto Rico was hit by a hurricane named Hugo, or how we say it in Spanish, Hugo. And it hit Puerto Rico really bad. Uh, especially in the northeast of the island and I remember being without water or electricity for weeks and I was little uh, so it, it was kind of, kind of hard not having those you know uh, nowadays supplies right that is accessible all the time not having them with you uh, but me and my family went to water stations we got water there then we had this tiny little I remember this tiny gas range in which we cook whatever we had um, we didn't have much but still we found a ways to share with neighbors and family. I don't know how we did it, but we did it. Uh, obviously I'm here, we survive. But um, looking back at that experience, um, 
it, it shows me that uh, we can persevere, we are resilient, and when my family had a can-do attitude, and that shaped me where I am today. Um, it doesn't matter what challenges, or you know, here at the NRO, we have new challenges every day, new tasks every day. Uh, it doesn't matter in which position you are, there's always something new every day. And um, this experience helped me uh, to keep like, all right, I can do it. I have an attitude that uh, I can do it. Let's prioritize what needs to go first, what needs to go second. Who can help me? How can I delegate? And that's the way I was raised, and that's the way I manage today and I lead today, right? With I know you have challenges, but it's okay. You can do it. Just take a step back, write it down, prioritize what goes first, what goes second. Ask for help. It's important to ask for help. I think in our society, and, and I'm pretty sure Lydia and Roberto uh, agree with me, we tend to not ask for help, and that's not right. It, people are here to help you. If you feel overwhelmed, if you're overtasked, speak out. If you don't speak up, unfortunately, no one's going to help you. So, um, so that's my experience and that I would like to share with you. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Lydia, I'd like to ask you the same question. So um, I also come from a very humble background. I just, um, my mom and my, and my dad got divorced. Um, we relocated from Puerto Rico to New York City and I remember my mom struggling. Uh, she was a seamstress, not getting a lot of pay. Um, and, but she took care of us and I remember as a child, you, you have five little dresses to go to school, you wash them over the weekend so that you can look tidy and neat the, uh, to go to school. But um, I could see the struggles that we had and I knew that my mom wanted us to be the best and the things that I did with the close-knit family that I had, it was really important that we made it better. So not only make it better for myself and my future, but also for my mom. Um, my mom is my hero. Uh, I, she's an amazing woman, didn't know how to speak English. I remember at five years old being the translator in school to make sure that she can communicate with the teachers. And I know there's a lot of listeners out there that are probably experiencing that and on an agency like this that they don't see themselves in there we've all been down that path and the NRO is a wonderful place. They will give you the opportunities. I've been blessed. I've had many mentors and leaders and I think those are the things that are really important that we count on each other. Uh, COVID has been a tough time but we've been all here and we've all been safe and we're taking care of each other. So. Um, it doesn't matter what position you're in here at the NRO, we take care of each other and I do that for all the folks. That's why I'm a senior sponsor. I think that's an important reminder and just something for people to look forward to is, hey, we've been there. Um, I feel like sometimes people forget that there are people that have humble beginnings and are able to make it to where you guys are now. So I think that's really, really great. and important to continue to um, send that message out. And Roberto, what is your favorite memory growing up and how did that shape you? My favorite memory, I would probably say, um, there's many, right? But I think that one of them was the, the, and going back to that, when we ended up playing that game, I was the person that um, hit the last shot for the Panamanian team to, to beat this big, huge, one of the top teams, you know, I mean, big, I mean, let's say basketball teams in the world and so again, my parents did not know that I jumped out of the window. 
So the next day on the local news, they were talking about my name and my dad kind of like, is this really happening? Like, what is this? So I was sleeping and he called me. He's like, hey, what's going on? Everybody's talking about you hit the last shot in this game. And I was like, I didn't know about, at that point if I, if I should lie or not. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I told the truth. I said, yeah, I jumped out of the window. And then he kind of like said, well, you grounded for two days. And I'm like, what the, what, what, I, I, you know, I'm like a hero now. And then he said, I know you grounded because I, I should have been there at that game with you. <laughs> and I think it was funny, but uh, but it was one of the best, best things. My dad said, you know, um, at the end he said, you know, be proud of who you are. Uh, I was represent us because it's good to know like where we come from and and it's, it's good to know somebody's history and he he said always always learn somebody's history because you be able to identify with somebody else and share your history so that you can always identify with other people and um, that's what I try to do I live my life like that um, I think that's a great memory that I have for my dad um, at you know I will say you know be you be respectful and at that point he said you know the path show the world who you are Again, words to live by. Yeah. I love it. Now, as Hispanic females, what makes you proud to be in a leadership position here at the NRO? Is there anything or anyone that helped you along the way? Lydia, let's have you answer first this time. So uh, I feel very blessed to be in this position. Not too many uh, Hispanic females in leadership roles. If you look across even the industry, Hispanic females in the IT area is very hard. They're far, far between. So I'm very grateful, and so this is why um, I had a lot of mentors, family, managers that took the time to encourage. And I think that's the, really the, the thing that we gotta focus on, that if you have a skill, you need to share it with someone else and bring them up. I'm all about lifting others. Uh, someone gave me the opportunity, right? And you have to create the opportunity, and then let that person uh, take the uh, chance. Um, I not only encourage them to take the opportunity, but I also want them to stretch beyond that. Uh, some people tend to self-select out of opportunities. You focus on that little voice that tells you it's scary, I, I don't know if I can do it. But the upbringing of my family and when I get discouraged or I think I can't do it, I kind of reflect and say, you know, I've, I've been in worse positions like my grandma says, right? It, but I was able to persevere, like Jessenia talks about. Our culture is about, you know, you look at the history, look at what Roberto went through to get to the United States. It's always stay focused, ask for help. And I thank all those people that have been in my life that took the time. Um, and I really appreciate that. And Jessenia, you've been at the NRO for a long time. How about you? What makes you proud to be in a leadership position here? And what help have you received along the way? So, um, like Lydia mentioned, I, I have many mentors, I have a lot of friends, and they have helped me throughout my whole career. Everyone here at the NRO is so welcome to help you. Um, you need to ask for advice, that's, that's the main thing. Uh, even in leadership positions, you still need to ask for advice, for mentoring, for guidance and that's how uh, I, I am in this position right now. Uh, thanks to my mentors, thanks for those that lift me up. And looking forward, this leadership position as a female, uh, I'm looking forward to mentor junior officers to be at some, uh, at some point in time where I am right now. Wonderful. 
And Roberto, as a similar question, what makes you proud to be here at the NRO and as a member of Nahan? I think the, in my case, I looked in particular people like Jesenia and also, you know, Ms. Rivera, um, the eagerness that they have to, to help those coming up. I'm one of those officers that is coming up. So um, that's inspiring because you, you want to see how far they're going. And I, and I also have expectations of them moving higher because uh, I want to go to the places where they, they can reach out to. So that's, that's one of the things that I look forward to coming to the NRO. And, and I've seen it and, and, and it's, you know, the alarm hits at 4 a.m. and there it comes. I'm coming to Concord, but I'm also thinking that I, go to, I have to go to these places where, you know, people like them go to, so. Fantastic. Jacinia, what is one thing you'd like to educate to our listeners about when it comes to Hispanic and Latin American heritage? I say embrace it. That's the one thing. Just embrace it. Do you have a culture? You have a, a background, uh, and, and not even culture. We have many uh, employees resource group. Embrace who you are. We here at the NRO are very open. We have the resources to help everyone, and and I just keep saying the word embrace it. It is okay to be who you are. It is indeed. Now I'd like to ask you all the same question. What lessons have you learned or what advice would you like to pass on to those that are just starting their career or maybe have been in their career for a while looking for a successful career and development tips? So uh, reach out. You have to reach out. You need to start work uh, networking. Join one of the employees resource groups so you can be part of one of those. Uh, we do a lot of leadership, network, uh, training, and um, and you should take one of those. So for our junior officers, it's important you start taking leadership classes, that you have a mentor, reach out to your career field managers. They are the best uh, point of contact to help you groom in your career. Uh, so don't be afraid. Um, there's so many things here in the NRO that you can do to uh, increase in your career. Uh, we have many resources. And the, the something that I have noticed about the NRO is that our senior leaders are there to help you. If you ask them, they will help you. So you need to speak up. So I agree with what Jasenia says, but I would say um, there are, are champions and, and people that are always watching us, no matter whether you're here at the NRO or outside. And I would tell you my high school uh, counselor was always encouraging me to get into the IT field. Where I didn't see it, she saw it in me. And so no matter whether you're here at the NRO or out in, just starting in school, uh, there are people that offer you advice. Be open to it, listen to it, um, consider it. I got the opportunity to, you know, I remember wanting to be just a flight attendant, right? I, I didn't see college in my history, in my path, because I came from a humble background. I didn't know if I could go to school, but my I, uh, counselor really encouraged me, and I got into, I got a scholarship in college. I was able to f get my IT degree, and if it wouldn't be for her really believing in me when I didn't believe in myself, um, I wouldn't be here. And so whether you're here part of the NRO family or outside, uh, people will give you advice, be open to it, 
proactively seek, seek that advice. If you think that you see something that you want to be, um, be inquisitive about it. Ask about it. And then look for ways that you can develop professional networks, even if you'll uh, there's a lot of uh, Hispanic societies out there that you can join uh, and be part of it and make an impact. Yeah, just to piggyback on what they say, it's just also reach out. Reach out. Um, I try to reach out to people and ask them, like, hey, can I interview you for five minutes? And people here at the NRR are really open to, to, to do that. They said, well, interview for what? And I said, we just got five questions to see in your career, you know, see how you actually made it to where you're at. And here at the NRL, people have been very open to that. Um, one of the things that I do myself is that I just don't reach out to people, but I'll also go out there and I've got a bunch of classes where I can actually take the classes and then just make sure that I also am ready for the next challenge as well. So, um, so that's something that I do as well. I mean, if that would be anything that I see in my path or somebody that say, you know what, when you interview somebody, say, uh, take this class. This class will help you with this or that. Then, then you know, I take those. I mean, I make sure that I take those classes. And nowadays, you can you can get into different websites that charge you for different classes for like ten, twenty dollars. Um, so, even if it's ten, twenty dollars, I save the money and I say, this is what I'm gonna do to to get on this class to you know to, just to sharpen that skill that I know I'm gonna need at one point or another when I get to that position. So, uh, and that comes with the you know this year theme. You gotta have hope. You gotta have esperanza. So. Uh, but I try myself to to be there, to be ready. Uh, if it's where I'm gonna be, I'm, I know that by that time I get there, I'm hoping to get those skills. Uh, you know, just to sharpen those skills, continue to sharpen those skills. Wonderful, all excellent advice. Does anyone have any final thoughts for our listeners? I do. Uh, like we have mentioned uh, before, uh, the Hispanic Heritage Month theme uh, this year is Esperanza a celebration of Hispanic heritage and hope. So I know our uh, NHAN group has worked very, very hard to uh, do activities that are socially distanced, a lot of uh, videos, information online that you can find. Uh, please support them. They, they have worked very, very hard and we need their support. So join us this month in, the, in those activities. And if you have questions, please feel free, feel free to reach out to me. I, I will always try to help. If I don't have the answer, I will find someone that can help. And I would say thank you for the opportunity. And I would agree if, if you have an opportunity to learn a little bit about the historical contribution that Hispanics have made, even trying a different dish, right? Hispanica, we love our food and our music, uh, but take time and learn about the history of the Hispanic contribution to the United States. Um, there's plenty of events happening around, even in the social outside. I always, this is my favorite time of the year because it just reminds me of all those things that we have done as a community in protecting our nation. And I'm very proud of being part of this wonderful organization. Excellent. I, I, I mean, I share the sentiment. I think that uh, uh, we we have a, an incredible history, and we need to share with uh, with the force and, and and those that you know look at us at NRO. Um, so yeah, just please reach out to us. Uh, we we're people just like you, um, and you know we we here for you. So. 
uh, we're not just salsa and merengue. We also have other other stuff, really good food. So please reach out to us, and you know, it's a way to connect with each other. Just like you said earlier, um, this is where we at. This is what we are here. I mean, we're here for you, basically. So please, yeah. And I'm honored to share this podcast with these two ladies. I mean, to Macy, and I'm I'm really honored. It's uh, to me, it's been a dream. So I'm actually living my dream right now. Well, it's an honor having all three of you here. Thank you all so much for your time. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Thank Victoria. You. Thank you. The NRO provides reconnaissance support to the intelligence community and the Department of Defense and is dedicated to going above and beyond to protect our nation and its citizens. <laughs>